If you want to keep your brain in tip-top shape, researchers say you'd do best to lay off the booze. CBS's Vicki Barker is in London. The study of more than 25,000 people in the UK found there is no safe threshold for alcohol. Even light drinking had adverse effects on nearly every part of the brain. And the more alcohol consumed, the lower the brain volume. What the hell is that? What would you say you do here? I'm slaying lame and I'm exposing frauds. This is pathetic. This is embarrassing. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. There's nothing more pathetic than an aging hipster. What's your deal, man? Yes, my name is Brian. Stone on Air on Nougat Radio 92.7. Well, all right, it is a Monday on a Wednesday, so it's still an okay day. I feel all right, but it's still a Monday on a Wednesday. First time I've done any radio work in about four days. I don't get that very often these days. I've been happy to not have to concern myself with conversation, content, and topics for a few days. But damn it, man, if it doesn't come back quickly when you start paying attention. This is the somewhat for-profit joint venture known as the Stone On Air Radio Show, later disguised as a podcast. The flagship is Nuga Radio 92.7. The website is stoneonair.com for the direct link to download the show. If you are a podcast listener or if you listen to the radio and then you thought, damn it, man, that was such a great show. I have to listen to it again. Well, that's how you can do that. I can't imagine many of you can't wait to listen to it again. But if you want to, that is how you can do it. It is June. We are now just a couple of weeks away from the summer solstice. We're just a couple of weeks away from officially 2021 being halfway over Holy hell, man. How does this happen? How does time fly so incredibly fast? It is infuriating in some ways. It's amusing in others. Barely. Barely. Uh, And it's just an overall mental health case study, for me anyway. Uh, I've listened to a lot of old radio shows and podcasts about the passage of time, and uh, it's still never really... I can never come to peace with it. it. It drives me insane. It's maddening that it is June to me right now. Maddening. Uh, I am uh, gone all next week. It'll be the first time in a long time that I have taken an entire week bookended by weekends and have not worked one singular second. Uh, I've taken plenty of weeks off, but always still dipped my toe in a little bit, still did a show here, still did the radio, still did a podcast, or took off from those um, f- f- from that area of my life and then moved on and did you know a couple things at the day job here, showed up on a Friday when I was actually off just to double check everything was going all right. Like I have not taken, so it'll be seven, eight, nine. 
10. Yeah, 10 straight days. I'll be long gone, heading to uh, the Gulf Shores, a little family uh, vacation. As soon as I get annoyed with that, quite literally, as soon as I get annoyed with my family, it's going to be my mom and my brothers and their my nieces and nephews and their significant others, quite literally a family vacation, which we haven't done in a long time. And we got a lot of people in the family getting older, and we won't necessarily do this maybe ever again. So that was kind of the motivation to do this after a year of just, you know, the, we've all had to deal with. Let's have a good old family Griswold, uh, not Christmas, but summer vacation. I think most of us are old enough to be able to handle this okay. We'll see. Uh, but it's, I'm, I'm literally wording it. As soon as I get annoyed, I'm gone. I have friends in New Orleans. And I looked at the uh, the map yesterday and the estimated time from Gulf Shores, Alabama to New Orleans is three hours and 13 minutes. And so we're scheduled to be there Saturday, this Saturday the 5th in Gulf Shores. And I think they're staying the whole family until Thursday. I'll likely leave before then. But as I said, whenever it is I get overly annoyed, I'm flying solo on this mission. I'm going to pack up my bag because I won't be bringing a whole lot. Throw it in the back of the car, and I'm going to head three hours west and spend the rest of the week in New Orleans, which I have not been to New Orleans since I was 18 years old. With my dad and my uncle from out in California, my uncle and cousins, we all met up in New Orleans. I was 18. My brother was 16. This is pre-9-11 days, so showing IDs in New Orleans wasn't really a thing. I was walking up and down Bourbon Street with a hurricane in my hand, thinking I was the coolest guy on the planet. And I have fond memories of that trip, but that was still, what's that quick math? What's 41 minus 18? Whatever that is, it's a long time, 20 years. And so there's, I only remember a few things, so I'm looking forward to getting back there and seeing what uh, what the place looks like especially i remember when hurricane katrina hit in 05 and the the overall commentary was new orleans will never be the same we'll never never uh, be able to experience new orleans the same and i i don't think that's true i think they've re- rebuilt well or at least good enough and um either way I, i'll be there in uh, right around a week from today or tomorrow and uh, i'm looking forward to that so what we'll do uh, for next week haven't figured that out yet more on that as the week goes along i'm here with you normally monday wednesday thursday and fridays so this week is just today tomorrow and friday i am brian he's Keon. i technically have a lot of things to get to and i won't get to nearly any of them because an hour evaporates in absolute no time i have the worst idea coming up for you the realest thing and the coolest thing which we'll get to in about two minutes from right now. A quick few things. Memorial Day weekend was fantastic. I almost made my goal of keeping the AC off until June 1st. Now, I woke up on June 1st and my air conditioning was turned off at my house because I turned it off on Friday night leading into the Memorial Day weekend because, my goodness, was it gorgeous this past weekend. April showed back up for about three and a half days. But I wasn't able to stay continuous on that, which 
So my goal wasn't reached, but por- portions of it was. And I have friends that were in town that have birthdays at the end of May. And so we planned on doing a big pool gathering on Saturday. And I'm not a big pool guy. I mean, I, I, pools are fine. I mean, I jump in. What am I supposed to do? Swim laps? Like, what am I doing here? Uh, I like to hang around a pool, have some drinks around a pool, eat, all those things. You know, I'm not a savage, but I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with a pool. But if it's really hot, like if it's blazing hot, I don't mind sitting out having a light beer or a white claw or whatever, and then taking a dip in the pool just to cool off and jumping out, right? Don't mind that at all. That's fine. It was 80 degrees on that Saturday. It was technically cold compared to what summer is supposed to be. So didn't get any pool time in, but did have a nice time with friends around the, around the pool, eating you know the typical fare that comes along with a Memorial Day weekend. And so I was able to stretch out, take some time off, max and relax, and then I get to do that even more next week. So I'm a pretty happy guy right about now. June is my second favorite month. First best month of the year is April. Second best month of the year is June. Usually that's because I'm a summertime kind of guy and Bonnaroo is here, but that's not the case this year. That'll be in September. But I don't even need Bonnaroo here to be happy that it's uh, that it's June. It is late. Uh, the sun is out until almost you know 9.05 right now as the solstice is the 21st, I believe, of, of the month. And... Uh, so, yeah, I'm in a good mood, even though it does feel like a Monday because I haven't been here in four or five days. Let's jump to this real quick, if we could, Keon, real, real fast. Um, race again with Marge Tyler, Taylor Green, and then uh, the Equality Act. I'll do that on the last two segments of the show. I know it's not fun stuff to talk about, but I kind of have to. And uh, we'll get to these three pieces of audio I have for you right now. We'll start right now with the worst idea, Newsmax, this you know Fox News wannabe. This dude is just so mad about some cereal that is, well, I'll let you listen to it. Today's worst idea. Kellogg's, a cereal brand, has come out with a woke cereal. Yes, a woke cereal. This new cereal called Together with Pride features all the Kellogg cereal characters like Tony the Tiger and Toucan Sam on the box to promote Pride Month. Come on, man. The cereal is rainbow hearts covered in edible glitter. How nice. Give me a break. Here's the worst part. The cereal slogan, too amazing to put into a box and then lists a space for kids to write in their own pronouns. Seriously. Whatever happened to box tops on cereal boxes? Now you have pronoun spaces. It's the worst idea because somebody would spend a segment on that to begin with. Get out of here with this mess. It reminds me of the 60 Minutes uh, segment, the famous one where Andy Rooney gets mad about fruit. He just goes into a grocery store and is just like, what's this? It's so dumb. Yell, you know, yells at son uh, kind of thing. All right. Uh, this is today's realest thing. This is uh, just from an old family guy. Saw it on TikTok or Twitter or whatever. It's if Peter Griffin and the family guy people uh, founded the new world. After many months at sea. Griffin Peterson and his shipmates finally reached the new world. I declare this land Cohorg. This place is nothing but a wilderness. What are we going to do? We're going to build a new settlement. We'll have a happy new life and we'll have equal rights for all. Except blacks, Asians, Hispanics, Jews, gays, women, Muslims. Um, everybody who's not a white man. And I mean white, white. So no Italians, no Polish. Just people from Ireland, England, and Scotland. But only certain parts of Scotland and Ireland. 
Just full-blooded whites. No, you know what? Not even whites. Nobody gets any rights. <laughs> Always leave it to Family Guy to uh, have some fun. And a new feature we're going to have here with the coolest thing, thanks to uh, Seaboard Commercial Refrigeration. Uh, this is Nuga Radio 92.7 and the Stone Honor Radio Show, later disguised as a podcast. This is today's coolest thing. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for today's coolest thing. Okay. Brought to you by Seaborne Commercial Refrigeration. Quick at keeping it cool. Stay cool. So cool. So cool. So cool. All right. Well, his name is Max Frost. Find him on TikTok and likely other social media as well at Max Frost Music. This is what popular music sounded like stylistically starting in the 1950s to the present day. This is a 60 second mashup from Max Frost. It's today's coolest thing. This is a history of music in 60 seconds. Well, in the 50s, babe, everyone was smoking cigs like on the red. And in the 60s, everyone was getting high all the time. And I didn't time that out right, Keon, so that's going to run out before the end of the segment. Sorry to do our uh, dirty work here on, on the radio, but uh, this is New Radio 92.7. I want to say uh, thanks to Seaborne Commercial Refrigeration on board with us. Sponsoring the coolest thing every day. They're located at 2500 Dodds Avenue, locally owned. They've been around since 1959. Are you kidding me? Offering sales, service, and installation, and you can... Take care of all your refrigeration needs with Seaborn Commercial Refrigeration. All right, so uh, that's that. One segment in the books. First Wednesday of June, second best month of the year. I'm Brian. He's Keon. Stone on Air Radio Show and Podcast. Marge Taylor is at it again. I, I just it gets to a point where I feel like I need to just ignore this person. And if she was based out of Oklahoma, I probably would. But her constituents are two miles down the road from here. So it's hard to ignore. Go back down the road of her idiocy and lunacy next. And we'll see where it goes from there. Snooker Radio 92.7. Stone on Air Radio and Podcast. Hang tight. We'll be right back. It took five days for Republican leaders to criticize one powerful and very pro-Trump Republican who compared mask rules to the Holocaust. Republican leaders finally criticized her for this insane comparison today. There was immediate criticism from Jewish groups and Democrats, but silence from Republican leaders for five days. Well, she doesn't serve in the Senate, but um, this is... One of the frequent outbursts that are absolutely 
outrageous and reprehensible. But any punishment, I assume, would have to be administered by the House. You hear Georgia when I open my mouth. You hear Georgia when I open my mouth. Don't make no difference what I'm talking about. Blackberry Smokes, uh, first single from their new record, which I don't know if it's out yet or not, but it will be any minute now if it hadn't. Fantastic song, Southern Rock at its finest. I'm a redneck at heart. I'm from the West Coast originally. I've been here my entire life. And I've turned into somewhat of a redneck. And this band would never say it out loud because their fan base would get mad at them. They're more left-leaning than you would ever believe. And this song is all about, damn it, man, we're not all like that. We're not all like Marge Tyler Taylor Green. You hear Georgia when you hear me, no matter what I say, because I look like I look, and that's unfair. And yeah, it's unfortunate that's where we're at. And Marge is making it the worst. The absolute worst. I mean, she is the worst. Real quick before I continue on down this road, I just got another text. Keon, do you get blown up with, with trash calls and trash texts like I do? If I, if I subscribe to the wrong thing, I just got another text that said, Hey, Brian, this is Jonathan, Tennessee Health Advisor. I literally got this like five seconds ago. I didn't hear back from you. Did you want me to send you a quote? I no. Do you I mean, get any of these things? No, I, I've had health care my whole life. I've never inquired about health care. <laughs> I've had car insurance my whole life. I've never, oh, maybe two or three times, have inquired about car insurance. I've had the same. I've had two different cars in my adult life. I've never inquired about factory resets, and I get phone calls, trash calls, and texts about health care, car insurance, <laughs> and student loans. I've never had a student loan. I'm lucky I'm one of those guys that luckily didn't get sucked into that. I get, you want to refinance your student loan? Okay, I get that one all the time. Bro, do your your research. I've never had a student loan. Oh, I think it's just a shotgun series of texts. It that is. They're not aiming at anybody. It absolutely, it absolutely is. But you would think that you would fall into those, those databases quicker if you're inquiring. Like, I get it, like, with targeted advertising. If I go search something on Google, I'm going to get it in my Facebook feed in five minutes. Right. I get that. I am not looking for health insurance or car insurance or student loan debt relief in 20 years. And I still get this garbage all the time. So I didn't know if I, maybe I'm, maybe I'm just falling into the wrong rabbit hole. I get the student loan one all the time, but I, I, not, not the car insurance. And you're closer to the age where you would get that. And I I, I have them. So like that kind of makes sense for you. For you, I don't understand that at all. Well, when I say I didn't have student loan debt, I only had a cup, literally a couple thousand initially when I was like 20 and then I just quit school <laughs> paid them off and said I'm done with this um and I used that money to go just have fun with I barely even used it for anything so and that's that's not a unusual circumstance uh but anyway I don't know why this keeps falling into that and it, I only bring it up because it literally came through my phone as we were coming back from break uh so I I I hate to continue to spend time with this woman uh, Marge, but she is becoming so influential, it's impossible to ignore. <clears throat> and it's kind of the new wave. And it's it's all of a sudden, it's like the mask mandates went away. Uh, 
We've got we've got uh, vaccines available, which no one will take. The numbers are falling off as far as COVID uh, new cases and hospitalizations and all that. As I've told you from the day one, I don't I don't even hardly care about any of this. I'll follow along with the procedures, but I don't hardly care about any of it. And now that it's it's finally feels like it's quote unquote over, it's starting to build. the The Trump train is starting to build again. This guy's running for president again in twenty four. By the way, so oh, absolutely, just everybody be ready for that. Uh, there's no possible way there can be even a primary. I, I don't I don't see how there could possibly be a primary. Now we're a long ways from that. We're three and a half years away from you know, three years away from that. We'll we'll worry about that when it gets here. And there's still a chance that there'll be some kind of disciple that maybe can would he would he would uh endorse that could take his place. I could see that happening. But it would be just it would be puppet. It would just be like, you're my guy or gal, and you do what I say or else. Weird place we're in. Weird place. There's no telling if Joe Biden could string a sentence along in three and a half years from now. God bless the old man. He's old. All right? This is volatile. <laughs> Very volatile. And so Marge Taylor Green is really setting herself up to be a prominent role in the next four to eight years of American politics. And it's terrifying me. Absolutely terrifying me. I wish that she didn't live and well, she doesn't live. She lives in Atlanta, but pretend to live in North Georgia and be a representative so close to where we live. And, and, and I'm, a, I'm a bounce. I'm going to be all over the place for the next two segments. Um, because I was just kind of shotgun with with subjects as I got into the to the new week. As I I just I shut down, I shut off, I turned out, I tuned out, I dropped out. I didn't do anything over the weekend. I didn't uh, other than just enjoy myself. And then I just got you know just sprayed with all this stuff yesterday. But Marge Taylor Green posted on Twitter, and luckily most people are not on Twitter. But I'm sure this crap's on Facebook, too. And I don't understand. I don't understand what she's doing because it makes sense and it doesn't make sense. I can't tell if this woman's the dumbest person ever. I don't believe she's the dumbest person ever. But I'm having trouble understanding whether she's just dumb, clueless, or just knows that her constituents are dumb. I'm just I'm having trouble deciphering. She's brand new to the scene. I mean, she was making noise before she was elected. And she's make, now she's elected. She's making more and more. She's just smashing pots and pans together. To see how many people will pay attention. And hey, hook, line, and sinker. She gets me all the time. She posted on Twitter yesterday. Babies are not racist. Babies are not born racist. The critical race theory is racist. That's what she posted. With a picture of this book. A, uh, a, a, a illustrated Children's book, which I had not heard of, that was released last year, The Anti-Racist Baby. Did you see any of this stuff, Keith? No. This, it, is, this sounds absurd. It is, but, uh, but, but the point is, she's not wrong in the babies are not racist. Babies are not born racist. Right. Babies are raised and taught to be racist or whatever you want them to be. So, okay, okay. And then, so it's just babies are not racist. Babies are not born racist. The critical race theory is racist. Yeah, it's just it's just 
two correct conclusions and then an incorrect one for no reason. It it's it, well, no one is suggesting that we're teach literal infants critical race theory. So it's okay that babies are born. I don't, I don't understand her point. I like I just I'm, I'm I'm literally baffled at what her point is. And then I'd never heard of the book that she posted the cover of. Anti-racist baby is a 2020 children's book. The book, inspired by the author's four-year-old daughter, was conceived as a tool for discussing racism with young children. The book proposes nine steps for discussing racism with the ultimate goal of teaching children to be anti-racist. The book states that anti-racist baby, anti-racist baby is bred, not born. Anti-racist baby is raised to make society transform, and that it. And that a choice is necessary. Quote, babies are taught to be racist or anti-racist. There's no neutrality. There might be a little in there I would I would, I would question just a touch, basically meaning there is no middle ground. Either you're racist or you need to be anti-racist, which that's kind of like the white silence equals violence kind of thing. Yeah. I have trouble with that just in my middle age as a white guy who doesn't want to get involved with things that I don't necessarily feel like getting involved in and when you say that my silence is as bad as as the plight the problem i have trouble with that i I get the point right i get i get where you're coming from but it is okay to sit one out every now and again like it's 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 okay to not scream and yell to the high heavens every time that there's an issue that you do or don't agree with so I have a little bit of trouble with that. But anyway, that was but that even makes it more confusing. What was your point? Is it this anti racist baby book is the worst thing ever? Because that's not what she's saying. Yeah. Is and it doesn't even seem like the anti racist baby book is trying to teach critical race theory, which is what you're saying is the thing that is wrong. Maybe the only thing in there of the critical race theory that it might be is that that there's no middle ground. That right. might be the tiny piece of what but she's not articulating that no and, and yeah and that's and that's kind of the, the weird part about the whole thing it's so weird again the, the tweet was this simple the cover of the book anti-racist baby and her words exactly from marge tyler taylor green yesterday babies are not racist period babies are not born racist period the critical race theory is racist period that was the end of her tweet and then she gets all kinds of responses. I just threw a few down here. Hashtag a racist says what? Um, that's why I'm worried about your kids. Racism, racism is taught. Where did you learn yours? Uh, racism, is, racism is taught at home. You should know that. For those of us playing along at home, could you define critical race theory in a sentence or two? I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. No, of course you can't. Most of us can. It's a little more complicated than that, but sure as hell she can. Uh, did you read the book? Can you read? Did you catch the rhymes in that book? Did you understand it? Um, it just was baffling. And I don't I don't know what the point is, but... It's the, a culture war thing. It is a total culture war, and it's mm, a race war, too. I mean, we're... we're we got a new kind of uh, it's it's class warfare more than anything. Marge Marge Taylor Green is is a uh, is a wealthy woman. She's in it, she she has a you know and, and nepotism and and her uh, inheritance from her family's uh, construction company in in a uh, greater Atlanta area. She's not had to you know 
struggle too much in her life. And and that's fine, and that's good. Good for her. Good for everybody who gets that opportunity. But it does come in a little class warfare as well. But she's not wrong when she starts off with that text, which makes me think, and I like to I like to go down this road every now and again of yeah, you're not born racist. You're not born a Christian either, by the way. You're not born a jerk. You're not born a nice guy or a girl. You are created by, or, or you are a, 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 your surroundings is what, generally speaking, creates what your reality is. Yeah. I mean, you're not born a Tennessee fan. You're not born, like, all of that stuff. No, of course you not. You learned that. If you were born in Iran, you'd be a Muslim. You wouldn't be a Christian. If you were born in, in India, you'd be a Hindu. You wouldn't be a Catholic. Like this is your 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 uh, a property of 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 what your your surroundings are. Now some people have the, the the wherewithal to kind of create their own uniqueness in their life, but it's still going to be at the core of what you were what you were taught, what you've what you've learned, learned behavior. The problem is most people don't have that uniqueness in their life. And they're just a product of Marge Taylor, Tyler Greens, which makes people like her and the movements we're dealing with now so much more terrifying. And yeah, you hear you hear somebody in Georgia. I'm getting that way. I go to North Georgia. Hell, Keon, you live there. You see it all the time. I go to North Georgia. I'm like, I hate every one of you. You all, <laughs> I don't like any of you. And I like Atlanta. I like Macon. I've never been to Savannah, but I bet I'd love it. But yeah, if you hear Georgia when I speak out loud, it's not all of us. And I'm guilty of doing that too. So I don't know what her damn point is. It starts off with things that I understand, and then it turns into, what are we doing here? Continue on this for a few minutes as we wrap up the show next. It's New Radio 92.7. It's a Stone On Air radio show and podcast. Hang tight. But in today's Democratic Party, there is a hierarchy of victims, and some victims trump other victims. This bill reflects the radical Democrats' war on women. The Democrats have made the decision that women are not high enough on the hierarchy of victims, and so this bill would, in effect, repeal Title IX which created an incredible revolution of girls' sports and women's sports in colleges and universities and in high schools and junior highs throughout this country. And it would repeal much of the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. This bill is not a discrimination bill. The Democrats, when they're talking about this bill, want to frame it as a discrimination bill. They don't want to own the radical aspects of this bill. like the same sex have the characteristics. The right way I've already forgot how I put this together for this segment. You can be this is Macklemore's same love. Rewiring of a predisposition playing God. That's Ted Cruz talking his normal junk. The beer is what we don't know. God loves all his children. It's somehow forgotten, but we paraphrase a book written 3,500 years ago. I don't know. So it's Pride Month. And of course, bigots like Ted Cruz are going to come out and make a bunch of stuff up. The, uh, 
the bill will be proposed from the House. Uh, the quality, whatever it's called, I don't, I have it here somewhere, but it's not in front of me. The second, uh, it's a war on women. <laughs> okay, it's a war. It's a war on women. It's it's going to repeal Title Nine. Uh, yeah, not true. Not even kind of true. Um, it, it, this, this guy is an absolute piece of work. And actually, since we're, uh, I forgot where we were going, Keon, I am going to do that. Uh, the, the second half of what Ted Cruz was talking about, um, I'll play in just a second. This is Nuga Radio 92.7, Stone on Air Radio and Podcast. You can get it at stoneonair.com anytime that the show uh, ends within an hour or two, generally speaking, if I do things right. Um, a war, a war on women. I mean, that, that, that's just where we're at. It's a war on Christmas, and then once Christmas season is over, whatever the bill is being passed will be a war on uh, uh, a war on women. Not true at all. Um, there, there are certain aspects of the bill I don't like that I'll get to in just a second, and it has to do with the trans thing because I'm having trouble coming around to that. Let's go ahead and play uh, this last piece of audio that's just the second half of what Ted Cruz, lion Ted Cruz, was talking about uh, at the House floor or the Senate floor in just the last couple of days. It is none of government's business what consenting adults do in their own bedrooms. It is none of government's business the sexual orientation or gender identity of adults in their own lives. This bill is not about that. This bill is about mandating that biological males should be allowed to compete in girls' sports and women's sports effectively repealing Title IX. This bill is about suing pastors and churches if they teach biblical teachings on sexuality and morality. This bill is about suing you, an individual citizen, if you dare speak and disagree with their mandated orthodoxy. This bill is about power, and this bill is dangerous. Now, maybe it's about power, but it's not about if you have a different opinion, you could be sued. Shut up, Lion Ted. That's not what it's about. I don't love the the, the trans aspect of it, of, of the bathroom stuff, the bathroom bills, Lee stuff. I I, I just, I, as an older white guy, I'm having trouble with some of that. I don't <clears throat> I don't have a problem with it from a, 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 a standpoint of anybody's personal decisions in life. If you want to be Caitlyn Jenner, be Caitlyn Jenner. If you don't, don't. But it's not repealing Title IX. There is no scenario... Or so few scenarios in all of the United States of America land, in macho man land, where some dude is going to say, to get one over on everybody, I'm going to go play for the women's team. That's not a realistic thing. Now, maybe somewhere in Podunk, America, maybe that does happen and it becomes some kind of odd thing that has to be tackled. But in white, masculinity, chauvinistic America, and not just white, black too, any ethnicity, dudes aren't trying to get one over by going and playing for the girls' softball team. That's not what this is about. This doesn't happen. No. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> now, there are trans. Trans is real. I'm, and I'm, not, I'm not a denier at all. I've seen enough of it to know that it's true. 
and I support it. Man, do whatever you got. This, and, and also, one one reason I want to make sure and play that out, because, again, I forget what I even, I forget what I did five minutes ago. So I forgot where I was going with this segment exactly until I heard Ted lying Ted on the front end. And I want to make sure and play the second uh, clip because it was him saying, it's not a government's business to who you sleep with. Oh, hey, thanks, bro. Hey, it's only taking you 150 years to finally say that out loud, you lying piece of garbage. You finally, oh, oh, it's okay to be gay. Oh, what? Did you come up with that five minutes ago? <laughs> did you do that by yourself? Yeah, good for you. Oh, hey, look at you being all inclusive over there. It's just, it's just, it's just nonsense, nonsense. And I've I've talked about. Uh, so I don't, I don't love, 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 love the the bathroom portions of a lot of these. I I I don't I don't know what to say. Well, you just, could argue it's not government's business what <laughs> you choose to do when you go to the restroom, either. Yeah, I I just. I don't know that part. I'm I, I'm struggling to have this like listen to me roar about my thoughts on that. I, I don't have a lot of thoughts on that. But but gay and you know, gay, gay rights, homosexual, LGBTQ plus plus whatever it is. I mean, I've been a champion for this since way before it was cool. I have talked about it recently that you know, and and I could spend hours on this subject. I've got about four minutes left here, um, with racial conversation this Tulsa thing I didn't even touch on which none of none of us have ever heard of none of us white people from suburban Tennessee have ever heard of uh but early on I I mean I this is a joke but it's not I'm the gayest straight man you'll ever meet I I don't I don't think that homosexual interactions is is like gross or anything like that's that's the 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 white man suburban southern thing like oh my god that's disgusting leave that up Listen, people having sex, generally speaking, is pretty gross. Like it's, it's, pretty, it's all gross. It's pretty gross. Like if you just stop and think about it for any it's amount of time. Disgusting. <laughs> Unless it's like cinematography, pornography that you just like, right? Like that that's that's designed to be pretty. Sex is gross. Men and men having sex. Women and men having sex. Women and women having sex, unless you're and the most amazing looking people on the planet. It's all gross to me. And nothing and nothing even crazy. Kissing is gross. It's not pretty like to you, look at. You just think about it. You're just like, oh, what are we yeah, doing? Let's swap spit. How fun is that? <laughs> it's gross. And so my that all that to say, the point is, is I don't think of men and men and women and women having sex together as any kind of gross thing. I think it's all gross. Do your thing. Have fun. And I've been this way since I was a very young person. Very, very young person. But I grew up in a culture that was, we ain't talking to the, you know, you, you ain't no fag, are you? Right? Right? Like that like that's the kind of terminology. The N-words were everywhere. White men ruled everything. In my culture growing up, I'd feel like I didn't contribute to that. I'd like to think I didn't. I bet I did at a certain age because I was trying to fit in with everybody. So anything you want to pass that helps equality within the LGBTQQQ, now I don't mean to be uh, 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 flippant about it. I always forget what the exact uh, letters are. The homosexual community, man, I'm a champion for a champion and i meet gay couples and i'm just like overwhelmed with joy that they're able to to be able to have this lifestyle finally finally it's okay when to me it's just another form of complete bigotry that i want nothing to do with so now the trans community is is being thrown into a lot of this with this legislation and with the movements culturally 
and I'm kind of like that old old white guy from 1980 that didn't understand homosexual plights, right? And I just, I didn't care or I just didn't like it. And I'm kind of that way with the trans thing right now. It's not that I don't care because I, I think I do care and, I, and I, it's not that I do or don't like it. I don't have a strong opinion of it. Talk to me again in 10, 15 years from now and I might have a, a stronger stance on that. So I, I get the pushback a little bit. I totally get, not even a little bit, I get the pushback a lot. But I also understand that Lion Ted Cruz is just that. Don Trump told you this five years ago. He's a damn liar. The guy lies. That's all he does. He's a sniveling, punchable face loser that everybody hates. Even the people that pretend to like him hate him. And when he says this is a bill that's a a war against women, no. It's going to repeal Title IX? No. I can actually make arguments that Title IX should be repealed in certain degrees because it's thwarted universities' budgets and uh, and tied their hands on how they can handle their sports departments. No one's looking to, to discriminate against women. Most people aren't looking to discriminate against gay and lesbians. Most. Some are. Most aren't. And a lot of people aren't trying to discriminate against blacks, but plenty of people are as well. So you got to keep all that in in. in perspective and when you're going to look at a bill and whatnot. I I have the wiki of Tulsa and it's in my pile over here of, of the Equality Act. They're 15 to 20 pages from the Wikipedia page. You think Ted Cruz has read the Equality Act? That's probably 20,000 pages. Maybe 2,000 to be fair. Or 1,000 or whatever. Of course he hasn't. He's just getting with his lawyers and his buddies to try to say, how can we d- demean this the most? Oh, let's say that it hates women. Let's say that it uh, it will cancel Title IX. Let's say that it will, it, will, it will make you liable if you have a different opinion. Lie, 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 lie. Don Trump was right all along. Lion Ted Cruz. All right, an hour like that just disappears. Keon Rose will hang out with you for the rest of the morning. My name is Brian Stone. Find the show at stoneonair.com. Love you. Mean it. See you. My love, my love, my love, she keeps